one knows how to play poker. 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 But do you know how to play poker well? Well, get ready to talk poker strategy with the people who run the games. Hear interviews with the stars. Get information on when to play, where to play, and how to play better poker. 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 This is Poker Action Live, a weekly poker show with your hosts, Big Dave Lemon and Joe Rodriguez. And thanks for joining us once again on another edition of Poker Action Line. Big Dave and Joe in the studios. Uh, no guests tonight. Uh, we'll just uh, shoot the breeze like we normally do. Uh, basically come up with something. Did PokerNews.com run out of people to send us? <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> uh, having mentioned that, uh, we do want to let you know that tonight on Poker Central, you can catch the debut program of Primetime Poker Report. Uh, Donnie Peters joined us uh, for almost an hour a couple weeks ago on the show. And uh, he will be uh, debuting his show tonight. Uh, very interesting. You pick it up on Poker Central on uh, several of their different uh, uh, outlets. Uh, no national uh, cable or anything like that, but they do have uh, several ways to get in touch with that, including uh, Amazon Fire, uh, Xbox 360, uh, Roku, and uh, different ways. Just check out their website at PokerCentral.com, and you can find out how to get the show. Uh, joined some of the regular programming that they've had on there for a few months, including Pokerology. Uh, Matt Savage has a program as well. So uh, certainly worth your time to check it out if you're a big poker fan. And uh, we will uh, have some fun with that. Uh, Were you able to – did you get on – because I, I didn't get a chance this week to see the last article or two that – Oh, it did guest, come out. Uh, I did check that by. I didn't week. get a chance to read it. But today was his uh, main event article. That was our guest last week, uh, Mo Nuara. Uh, doing the 10-part series on the upcoming World Series of Poker and uh, uh, did release that in the last couple of days, so you can check out uh, number 10. I would love to compare him to Howard. Remember when we had Bernard Lee on a while back when he was talking right before the World Series of Poker and some of the stuff? It, you know, there were some of the similar things of getting yourself there were, but physically th- prepared for it and stuff. Yeah, and I think uh, I think uh, Bernard's article was a little more strategy-based and goal-oriented. Uh, specifically when you're in the main event. And, and this one may have some of the same stuff. I haven't read the article well, on the main event. But uh, the, the goal of just getting to the next day uh, and not uh, looking too far ahead. Right, and that was Bernard Lee's, most of his, his you know information was on that, like saying, hey, you, you can't win the tournament on day one, but you can sure as heck lose it. Right. But these tournaments have grown and feel so much, you know, that now – you know, fifteen hundred dollar buy-in tournament has five, six, seven thousand. I'd love to hear their, his review on how to survive the Colossus. Right. You know, with, with thirty thousand last year was it twenty two, twenty three thousand, twenty two thousand plus. They're uh, predicting thirty. Donnie was predicting thinking, thinking about maybe thirty, 30 this, year. this yeah, year. Very so possible. Very possible. I'd love to know the the, the 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 mentality that the top pros think about something like this. You know, I wonder how many of them actually. Enter the classes because of because of how hard it's got to be to yeah, play. Well, that's one thing. Plus, uh, you know, when you're used to playing at a very top level against a lot of good players, you can get into a tournament like that with a lot softer fields and maybe not be able to take advantage because these people do some strange things and suck out on you. Well, yeah, and listen, uh, I remember Letterers kept saying uh, many years ago when he was still, you know, before all this stuff happened with him, but he was always saying, you know, making a great move on someone who can't comprehend the move is counterproductive right. because they won't know to fold while you could get away yeah. with that, obviously. Don't, with the don't, don't bluff a bad player. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Exactly. So we'll find out. Uh, it'll, everything gets underway out there on the 31st. They're going to have uh, the big uh, Twitch Town Hall tomorrow uh, as we tape the show here on Wednesday night. Thursday, May 19th at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. Uh, they'll have their, uh, basically it's their media conference call, but they're doing it on Twitch, so they're opening it to the public. Uh, let me caution people on one thing. There's always lots of stupid questions, even when it's just media. So let me just say, if you're going to go and you're going to type in some things in the chat box, do a little research and don't be asking things that everybody else that's sitting there listening knows because it's going to make <laughs> you look really stupid. And the information is out there. There's plenty of articles uh, obviously, you're trying to listen in to get information and, and have your questions answered. But if you haven't done any research about what's actually happening, 
they're just going to ignore your question because it's been covered many times. And, and uh, there's certainly a lot of things that will be new and interesting that you'll pick up. So I uh, certainly invite everybody to get out there and listen and watch because uh, there is a, um, a great amount of uh, information uh, spread out through however long it takes, an hour, hour and a half. But uh, if you've never been involved in that before, and I have been on several of the conference calls over the past few years, uh, you usually get one shot to ask a question on the conference call, and uh, they may do some of that this year. But, uh, uh, you know, I just hear the sighs and the groans from some people when someone asks something that is just everybody else already knows. <laughs> it's just a waste of time, basically. Uh, anyway, that's tomorrow. You can pick it up on Twitch. Uh, go to twitch.tv slash WSOP. And Ty Stewart, the executive director of the World Series of Poker, Jack Effel, the tournament director, and Bill Rennie, the head of online poker, WSOP.com, will be the three uh, fellows there answering questions and uh, spreading out some comments, some really interesting stuff. They're all pretty funny guys, and uh, they work very hard at uh, trying to uh, make changes from year to year to make players happy. You can't, of course, make everybody happy. No, but the fields are too large to, make <laughs> to, to, to come close to making everybody happy. And then on the 31st of uh, May starts uh, <clears throat> with the... Uh, um, employees Casino Employees event and the Colossus gets underway uh, on the second. So uh, everything kicks off. It's just right around the corner. Uh, if you're making plans to stay out there for the summer, certainly you should be getting your reservations in, get your plane lights set. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when I'm going to go out this year. Uh, I had thought maybe toward the end of the Colossus and maybe pick up the first uh, several events. But... Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to make it twice. So I've never been to the main, and I think I would like to be out there for the main. So I think I'm going to make my plans to go out there when right around the 4th of July. When does it start this year, the 4th or 5th of July? I right? think it's actually the 6th. The 7th, I think. Oh, the 7th this yeah, year? Yeah, the 7th through the 18th, I think, are the dates on the main. And uh, they'll answer all those questions tomorrow. But make sure you go before you go to the uh, Twitch stream. And just go to WSOP.com, check out a couple yeah. of the articles in the general uh, uh, updates on what's going to happen so that you don't uh, sound like an idiot. <laughs> just, just a, rem just a uh, now, friendly reminder. Have they Big put Dave. anything out, or is it all going to be at this news conference where you know? I remember last year a lot of people and you, you know, when about the food being so expensive and hard uh, to get to the bathroom. There may be a couple questions I about mean, that. I don't know how many. You know, there's going to be a lot of stuff on the chat boxes. A lot of questions. They'll pick and choose what they want to answer. They may, may steer away from that. Uh, you I know, mean, obviously, they have the big thing this year where people ask for no rake in the main event. And we talked about that last week and, and uh, last couple of weeks. And it's simply just a deal breaker it's for them, you know, obviously. Ridiculous. Yeah, you can't, so, ask, you so they can't may ask them to put on this type of – and take on this type of, uh, you know, uh, financial – thing that they have to do with the dealers or supervisors. It costs a whole lot to put on this type of tournament. You just can't ask them to do a no-rate tournament. That's just ridiculous to think that, that a business is going to do something like that. Yeah. Now, addressing reasonable prices for foods, like what was it that you, you were telling me, like $4 for a banana or no, something? No, 250 Or yeah, two fifty for a banana. You know, listen. There's some ridiculous you things. You can make money, uh, but uh, listen, at this point, let's not try to, to rake the place. Just, just to answer your question, uh, you know, a lot of things, uh, the, the poker people, these poker guys are, you know, obviously uh, Ty Stewart is the executive director, so he may have some input to some of those things. But, again, they're working with a hotel. That's probably a hotel decision to, to decide what they want to no. use and, and what to want to charge, what they want to serve. And they probably will just say dismiss it and say, listen, that's really not not my department, and we can't Which I answer. understand, but unfortunately, they're the face of the tournament, no, so true. people are going to get that, that that question. And as a poker player, Dave, I'm not so concerned to how they run their tournaments and how they've tweaked their tournaments, because I'll read up on that. What's, I think, more important to probably 90%, 95% of the players that are going to be out there is... If you don't have the frustration of waiting online to cash out, waiting, waiting those unbelievable lines to register. You know, we know from last week's show that they're doing kind of like a quick pass thing like they do at Disney. Yeah. Where you come back at a certain hour and, you know, they'll have your, your money ready and you won't have to have that two, three, 
whatever amount yeah, of time. Yeah, they actually give you a time online. where you can come back. You're almost making an appointment to pick up your money. So it's, it's a great uh, innovation, and it's going to be successful. They've worked hard on that, and I'm sure they'll answer plenty of questions about that. I'm sure they're very proud of that. Uh, but when it comes down to things like, you know, the, the no-rake petition, uh, I'm sure they'll acknowledge it. They know it. They're not going to pretend like they didn't know what we we're talking about. But they're not going to spend a lot of time on that. And, they're and just going to say it doesn't. It's not going to. And work let me for tell us. you something, Dave. As a poker manager and director for 17 years, poker players are the biggest pain in the yes. ass. Oh yeah. Okay. As as any form of gambler, you know the you know you've got a lot of great ones, but in general they are the biggest pains in the asses because they want the most for the least amount. And, you know, you're talking about your craps players, your roulette players, your blackjack players, you know, your casino players, your slot players. They're not, they, you don't ever hear about too many complaints about what the casino is offering these people. And that's due to the fact that they're generating a lot more revenue Correct. from these players than you ever could from the poker. Now, poker players will sit here and tell me, yes, but, you know, we're, we're spending money in the restaurants and the hotels and doing this, that, and the other. Well, guess what? So are the other players that are playing in the casino. So, you know, again, they're far from perfect. But, you know, listen, for the amount of people that play there, you know, you've got to give them props, Dave. You no, know, absolutely. For the most part, they do a tremendous job. No question about this, it. This no question morning. about it. Uh, Tuesday, May 31st is uh, the day everything gets underway. I said the casino employees uh, event was that day. It's actually the first, Wednesday the 1st at 11 a.m. That kicks things off with tournament number one. Colossus starts on Thursday, June 2nd. There will be six opening uh, flights. Uh, the first uh, is at 10 a.m. on uh, June 2nd. There's also one at 4, and then the same schedule for the next two days after that. So through Saturday, uh, there will be the opening events for the Colossus. Uh, the first uh, event, uh, non-Casino Employees event and non-Colossus, is the seven-card stud $10,000 buy-in championship, which will be a very interesting event. That is Saturday, June 4th at 3 p.m. That really should be interesting, Big Dave. Absolutely. Well, 10000 for a seven-card stud, a game that everyone played for, for God knows how many years yeah. and it's almost forgotten. And there's a lot of really good old-time players that uh, really love that game. Uh, Grinder and his brother, uh, Rob, uh, love seven-card stud and... Uh, you know, uh, Corey Zeidman, a good, a good friend of ours that's been on the show many times. He's a great stud player. And, you it, know, guys like that will be uh, there with bells on. Well, it's funny because, you know, the, the top pros love to go to the next new game, you know, because, you know, they're, they're quicker at picking it up and the nuances of the game and, and everything else. And it's so funny because seven-card stud was so saturated, you know, with so many players playing it. And now it's been so many years that, that – you know, Hold'em has been the king, and that's what everybody plays. That I think it's almost become like the new seven, the new game. You know, it's the seven card stud. That's why they're Absolutely. doing that ten thousand. Uh, day two of the uh, of the uh, Colossus will be then uh, that same day on the uh, fifth, which is uh, uh, event. It's event number two, but it's a, a day day two of event number two, and that will be the. Uh, uh, let's see, Sunday at 4 p.m. And they're going to pay 15%, they said, this year of the field, correct? Yes, they are, and a guarantee of $1 million for first. Uh, we'll see what the field looks like when, it, when it's all said and done, but it should be a, a great event. Uh, Dealer's Choice, six-handed, comes up pretty early, $1,500 buy-in. That comes in on Sunday the 5th. Uh, Horse Tournament is on the Tuesday the 7th. Uh, some other big events that uh, people look forward to, the Millionaire Maker, uh, $1,500 buy-in, a million to the winner. That one, that's Friday, June 10th. Uh, also, uh event I always love to watch is uh, the Raz, seven-card Raz, uh, $10,000 buy-in is Monday, June 13th. $10,000 horse tournament is on June 15th. Uh, the seniors event, June 17th. Super seniors, the 65 and up, is on Sunday, June 19th. Uh, let's see, they also have uh, the Monster Stack, Friday, June 24th. And if you're looking again for the dates on the main event, uh, day one, 
will be on Saturday, June 9th. I think I said the 7th, but it's actually June 9th. And that is uh, the first of uh, three opening days, all at 11 a.m., the 9th, 10th, and 11th. And that will be played through the 18th as they play down to a final table and uh, set up the November 9th for later in the year. Man, when that final comes down... I'm going to be on a ship in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> I'm going to have to find out out, on, out at sea. Well, let's sea. make sure you're not in the ocean. There you we've go. seen a lot well, of people I'm, falling up boats lately. I'm, I, I'm, I make sure I stay far away from the rail. Okay, 69 events uh, all beginning on uh, May 31st, and uh, should be a lot of fun. The Rio located just off the Strip, and uh, I'm sure everybody knows where that is. And uh, so this thing tomorrow will be a, a good breakdown and answering a lot of those questions. Uh, and uh, people can post in the chat box or submit ahead of time on the, the WSOP Twitter account. But they'll have plenty of questions there. And I don't know if they'll uh, actually have uh, the media voicing their questions like they have in the past. Probably not, but uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, also, I wanted to mention the World Poker Tour. Well, there's a couple other things, and people are more uh, apt to compete with the World Series of Poker now out there in Vegas. Uh, Venetian has had a big Sadak series. Uh, Planet Hollywood has a series out there. Binion's has a small series. A lot of stuff going on. Uh, but the Super There's High so Roller Bowl. There's so many people bowl, out there, Big Dave. You absolutely. The Super High Roller Bowl uh, gets underway on May 29th, two days uh, before everything kicks off at the Rio. So kind of getting the jump on them a little bit. They're going to be uh, actually televised now on CBS Sports Network. Not, not CBS, but the Sports Network. Uh, I know on my cable it's 6:43, so uh, <laughs> uh, that's uh, on AT&T cable. So I don't know where everybody has it there, but it's a great channel and uh, uh, a lot of good stuff there. And in conjunction with that, we're looking forward to uh, the Big Poker Central contest this year, which should be very interesting. Uh, we're looking forward to that because uh, uh, certainly it's a uh, million dollars for first place is nothing to sneeze at. No, I, that, that would. That would take care of every single problem I have. Well, we'll give you some information on that television program, how to enter that tournament. It's going to be a fun thing, and we will certainly uh, include that there. Also, the WPT, the World Poker Tour, has announced their schedule through next uh, next August. 221 on DirecTV, says Geo, is uh, the CBS Sports Network. So uh, you don't even have to go look it up uh, through that little box uh, of the grid. Do. Our guy here has done that for yeah, you Absolutely. Already. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, the WPT Season 15 is out, and, uh, you know, it's great for the Seminole Hard Rock to be able to put all the news out about their tournaments and, and have people give plenty of time to make their plans ahead of time. And the reason they're able to do that this time especially is because everything is almost the same as it was this year. Uh, they're going to have the uh, Poker Showdown. It's going to be March 16th through April 9th. With the this uh, is for next year's. Uh, I mean, you're talking 2017. 2017. Uh, at the end of season 15, it's going to conclude the season uh, just like it did this year. And during that week, they'll also have the the $10,000. Uh, Hard Rock Poker Finale, and then the following weekend they will have the Tournament of Champions again to close out the season. It worked so well this year, and they will do it once again. Uh, really, the uh, the showcase of the uh, WPT's television season. Yeah, well, let me tell you. Now, the Hard Rock has only put this out there as far as with the dates is only with the WPT or all their. Well, they've laid out a whole schedule, including the their uh, tournaments. The Poker Open in August, and uh, that is all laid out now as well. So I'll tell you who's real appreciative of that is the other poker rooms in the area, <laughs> because in the past, you know, you try to schedule a tournament, and you know. Big Brother could come right on in and just step all over your tournament and, exactly. and, and guarantee that it, it, it'll good be a point. disaster. Very good point. Uh, you know, in the past, uh, you know, they were at the, the Hard Rock's mercy. But now, you know, the Hard Rock doesn't need to worry about what other people are doing. They're so established that they can go ahead. Uh, but the whole schedule is laid out. You can find that on the World Poker Tour website, uh, WPT.com. Uh, speaking of the Hard Rock, some big news coming out this week. Uh, some uh, depositions. Uh, that took place in April with uh, James Allen, the, uh, the, the chief honcho of the uh, Seminole Hard Rock. Uh, actually uh, did, an, did some depositions for the state and uh, 
kind of let it slip exactly what they were making. You know, we've all these years we've never really known. There's been a lot of uh, speculation on how much the tribe made, but he came out some numbers with some numbers, uh, maybe a little more than he had intended to uh, actually, because uh, they wanted one of the pages of the deposition redacted which means uh, when they put it out, it's kind of bars through it, and you can't really see exactly. And they didn't want all their numbers out there. But uh, an organization called Politico Florida, uh, which is a watchdog group for, uh, uh, you know, I guess a grassroots organization to protect consumers in the state, yep. uh, filed a lawsuit to, to get a copy of that transcript. They had it, got it from the state of Florida. The tribe filed a motion to try to stop them from uh, releasing the deposition, uh, Politico came back and filed their own motion to intervene in the case uh, and said that the press cannot be punished for publishing information that was lawfully obtained. So uh, basically the tribe just backed off uh, when they heard that and has released the information. But the final numbers for last year, uh, total revenues, about $2.4 billion, $2.2 billion of which came from their gambling revenues. Wow. Which is not just cards, obviously. It's the slot machines slot mainly, machines, and uh, blackjack, all their table games, and that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, total revenues between 2.4 and 2.5 million, now, according to Allen, and uh, you know, so just like 200 million uh, from the hotel and the food and right. all the concessions, which is a pretty good year for most businesses, yeah, you know. But now, is this the total revenue for all of all of the Seminoles, or just the Hard Rock here in Hollywood? Uh, good question. I think that is just Hollywood, if I'm not mistaken. Because remember, they've got that Hard Rock in Tampa. They've got a lot of other uh, reservations that are earning great money, you know, throughout the state. So... That, yeah. that I, number no, I, might I, I be think well that's over the, I think billion. that's all the tribe. There's, se- there's actually seven uh, places. There's seven... Uh, and uh, the, the interesting thing is that you would think that the uh, Hollywood location is the big money producer, uh, but they only produce 25% of the revenue, while Tampa uh, contributes 42%. So they actually make more money over in Tampa, and that's mainly because they don't have the competition that they have down here. Uh, the deal that, of course, they tried to uh, put together with Rick Scott. Uh, Scott negotiated it, but the uh, legislator did not approve, and they kind of put it off for a year. That would have guaranteed uh, the state $3 billion over the next seven years. Uh, so, uh, you know, whether that, that comes and now, goes now, we'll have to now, wait and see. And remember, that would have included them getting craps and roulette. You know, they would have had the full-blown casino effect for that. So you're looking at giving the state probably what they make in one year over the seven-year period, you know, spread out over seven years, is they made $2.4 billion. Yeah, that's their revenue. If it's revenue. not all seven of them, and then... I think it is, I think it is. And yeah. now, and well, even then, you include, you include them getting craps and roulette, which will now make them even more attractive to gamblers right. who do this. So that, that revenue is, should easily get close to $3 billion for, for one year. So, you know, that means they're giving up somewhere in the neighborhood of about 14.5% of their revenue on a yearly basis to to the state. Well, the bottom line is is nothing really uh, earth-shaking or brand new about this. Uh, Nick Sortel wrote an article a couple of years ago that that talked about uh, the Seminoles' revenue equaled all of the paramutuals. you know, the Seminole Hard Rock in Hollywood equaled the eight in this town. And then, uh, uh, you know, the $2.1 billion, uh, you know, is, that he had mentioned there was really not far off the mark, to put it uh, to yeah, put it but, lightly. But, Dave, as you know that you worked with the aisle and everything else, you know, the, yeah, the, the big difference that they have, besides obviously they don't have to give anything to the state, you know, but then the state doesn't have to give them the stuff that they have now. But... About, you know, buying down to them and giving them all of this, you know, let's even assume that it's 15, 16 percent of their revenue that they're giving back to the state. The paramutuals. I think it's are closer all, to 12, to be honest. Okay, well, that's even less. Yeah. That, that, that makes my point even stronger. The this other paramutuals are giving 35 percent. Yes. yes, good point. Okay, and that's off the top, not after expenses. They, you know, that, that's, at one point it was 50, but now it's 35 percent. You could never catch up with them. There's just no way possible for you to ever catch up with them. In Nick's article in 2014, he uh, he mentioned that uh, 
528 million was what uh, the uh, the Hollywood property brought in here in the state of Florida, which is about all of the other eight Florida paramutuals, South Florida paramutuals combined. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's very close. It's a monster. They've done a tremendous job with it. Trust me, I'd like to be on, I'd like to be on that end over there. Yeah, no but question. you know, uh, you know, we represented the other side for many years, and uh, again, it's hard to imagine that the state doesn't allow them to try to compete in, yeah. in the same in the same form. No, absolutely. Uh, so let's take our first break in the program. We've got plenty of things to talk about tonight. Uh, we'll give you some of the information on the players. I think, uh, do you want to do a competition in the World Series of Poker oh, this I'd year? Oh, I'd love to. I'd love uh, we'll to. We'll do buddy. that. We'll no, also, we're one and one. We're one and one. <laughs> we're one and one going into this year. Uh, we also will uh, make our picks very easy to get in for free for this super high roller bowl and a chance to win a million bucks, uh, either you or me. And uh, if either of us win, uh, we'll, get, we'll share 25% with the other guy. How's that? That'll work for me. And that it doesn't have to be a million. That's only uh, that's only if you pick everybody that makes the final table, all seven players, and then pick them in the exact order of finish. So that's the only way you make a million. But, but then, but then, how much will the, if you get the, all the final table? But well, get that? It, it doesn't say that you automatically win if you pick the final table players out of order. But there will be points assigned, and you can win ten thousand dollars if okay. you're the winner of that. So uh, twenty five hundred for you. That works. that works for me, baby. Okay. That okay. works for me. Uh, anyway, we'll talk about the players in that event. There's 49 players. The the, it, the High Roller Bowl is sold out, uh, and we have the whole list. There are some uh, backups in case someone has to drop out. But it's a, it's a mix of top pros, veterans, young up-and-coming players, and businessmen that are uh, well-heeled that uh, can put up to 300000 and get involved. Oh, yeah. But we'll talk more about that when we come back. First, let us tell you about Gulfstream Park. Uh, I was out there, uh, played in the tournament. I might head over there tonight and play that uh, Omaha event. Uh, starts at 7 o'clock. Oh, at 7? Okay. Yeah, I'll be a little bit late, but... Uh, you know, I can spot everybody a few chips, I guess. <laughs> What's I, the buy Uh I think it's only $30, if I'm not mistaken. It's uh, Omaha. It's the only night they play Omaha. Omaha, not high-low, just Omaha. Just high, Omaha high. And uh, uh, I believe it's 30 I'll have to check it. But uh, most of their events are somewhere between 50 and 110 and it depends on the night. But I think this one's 30 with a lot of rebuys, uh, $10 rebuys. So uh, we might give that a shot this night. Anyway, uh, the racing season, of course, heads into the summer. Uh, and a big announcement over there at Gulfstream Park about a huge horse race that they're going to have next January called, so importantly, the Pegasus World Cup. You know, there was a thought behind that uh, building that, Pegasus, that statue. Huh? Of course, the statue is uh, out there in the parking lot, 715 tons of bronze and steel. It's 11 stories tall, and it costs $30 million to build. <laughs> Pretty amazing. Uh, but anyway, the Pegasus World Cup is a very revolutionary. Of course, there's a lot of excitement in horse racing because of uh, American Pharaoh's Triple Crown last year. And, of course, we're just coming off the Derby and headed toward the Preakness. But this World Cup is going to be January 28th on a Saturday at Gulfstream Park. And it's going to be uh, a million. There's going to be 12 horses, each putting up a million dollars. So it's a $12 million prize pool plus... Uh, there will be percentages that the uh, entrants can also get, uh, basically based on uh, handle, media rights, and sponsorships from the World Cup. So uh, I don't know. It's going to be they're equally going to share in the 100% of that net income. So uh, I think it's going to be a net win for everybody, even though it's a million dollars. I think everybody. I love will the make fact that they're trying to put another, you know, something interesting to try to, you know. Get that horse racing, you know, well, just flowing again. And like Frank Stronach has a lot of interesting ideas and wants to be the best. Uh, he made a twelve million dollar race because the biggest one thus far was the Dubai World Cup, which was ten million. So, uh, throwing out something that's a little bit uh, new and different, and we'll look forward to it. Of course, as the year goes on, we'll be uh, talking a lot more about that. But keep it in mind, mark it on your calendar, January twenty eighth, the uh, Pegasus World Cup. But uh, also. Uh, the thing we like about Gulfstream is the great poker room. Played there last week and uh, going to make it a point to get out there a little more often than I have over the last uh, few months. But uh, certainly I always have a good time when I go out there. And uh, you head to the poker room. It's in the back uh, part of the first floor casino. If you're headed into the breezeway, there's the bar in the middle of the breezeway. You see the track out ahead of you. To the right is is uh, one of the casinos with a simulcasting area, a lot of, of 
uh, food stands as well. You walk to the back of that room, and uh, you'll have the poker room there, 20 tables in the back, and uh, they take care of all their people, basically guys who like to play Omaha. they got guys that uh, like the one-two games. In the morning, they have some, uh, you know, two $2 straight games. Uh, limit games, and then uh, there's a lot of uh, uh, juicy uh, higher stakes games as well. So they'll find something for you, whatever you look like you want to try. Uh, just give them a call at the uh, the brush desk. It's 954-457-6336, 954-457-6336. Gulfstream is located in Hallandale Beach at 901 South Federal Highway. Very easy to get to and uh, a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Uh, tell them that Big Dave and Joe sent you over there. Gulfstream Park, welcome to your playground. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet. It will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables with a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean, and you can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. The odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Hi, this is Terry Crews, actor, former football player, and father of five. I'm also an expert on drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids, and there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. And lead the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Do you like poker? Poker Action Line. Do you like poker? Poker Action Line. Poker Action Poker Action Line. Poker Action Line. Poker Action Line. Poker Action Line. Welcome back to the show. Big Dave and Joe here on a Wednesday night as we do the show. By the way, uh, uh, it seems to be almost a regular spot for us on the Hold'em Radio Network at Friday at 8 o'clock, which is a great time. And uh, sure they usually is. follow us up with uh, our friends from Annie Up Magazine, right for the magazine, and uh, my editors, uh, Scott Long and Chris Casenza, uh, do the program over there. They've been doing the show for, I think, eight years now. Uh, we're on our. We, we're we've we're, done it for we're six. We're past six already. We're past six. We're into our seventh year. Uh, and I was looking. Bernard Lee has has been on for nine years. Wow. Just did his ninth anniversary. So he does, uh, he, uh, listen, he's been a wonderful guest on yeah, our show. So I can terrific. only imagine how good he is. On he's his. terrific, and uh, he has a lot of things he's out there promoting. So I'm always happy to help him do some of that. But uh, we definitely will have him on again. Uh, a little more information on the Super High Roller Bowl. Uh, it is going to air on CBS Sports Network, 643 on uh, AT&T Cable, 221 on DirecTV. And uh, very easy to find. It's kind of like the alternative sports network for CBS. And uh, they do carry uh, some other poker programming, so... uh I think they're the ones that carry the uh, Poker Night in America. So uh, uh, you can check that out. Uh, the schedule for that, it starts on Sunday, May 29th, 
And the first program airing on a 30-minute delay will be starting at 7 p.m. on Sunday night, May 29th. Uh, they'll come back the next three nights and do it again, 8 o'clock on Monday night, uh, 8 o'clock on Tuesday night, May 31st, and Wednesday, June 1st will be 7 p.m. start. Uh, plan to air through 3 a.m. or to when able to get done with play. So uh, there's 49 players in the event. Uh, so that's interesting, first of all, $300,000 buy-in. Uh, and also there's uh, a sponsor putting up another 300000 The prize pool will be $15 million. The winner last year was Brian Rast, won $7.5 million. Uh, the other final table guys were Scott Seaver, Connor Brynan, Timothy uh, Kuznetsov, David Peters, Tom Marchese, and Eric Seidel. So that's the kind of field. All seven of those guys are back. Uh, you can get the list on the uh, superhighroller.com slash players. And you can look at all the guys. There's a lot of the big names like uh, Antonio Esfandiari, uh, Phil Helmuth, Daniel Negreanu, Dan Coleman is back. Uh, some other guys like business guys, David Einhorn, uh, who plays in a lot of those big high roller events. Uh, also, uh, Bobby Baldwin, a well-known name in the business. Uh, who else? Uh, some of the big name players. Stephen Chidwick is a guy who's been on the scene. Uh, Phil, Phil Locke is playing. Uh, Phil Galfond is in it this year, uh, Nick Petrangelo, Justin Bonomo, who's uh, making news for his criticism lately of uh, Poker Stars. Uh, Jason Mercier is playing, Jake Schindler, Jason Less, uh, Fedor the Holtz. This is out of the 49. All these guys are playing. Now, these are among the people you can choose now, when you're uh, done make the, the final table. There, I'm going to ask you a question when okay. you're done with those names. Dan Smith, uh, Bryn Kenny, Byron Coverman. And uh, Bill Perkins, who is not a great player, but is uh, has lots of money to play in these high roller events, and which is like, all you need. I know. This is all you yeah, need. Yeah, exactly. Have a lot of money. He's a funny guy, <laughs> and he's very well liked. But to me, he's one of the fish in the tournament. Anyway, Ben Lamb is also playing. By the way, we haven't okay. seen much of him lately. So forty-nine players. Okay. Uh, I'm going to set the over and under at about thirty-four. Now you tell me, over or under? How many of those people have backers? Jeez, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm going to say over. And that's the way I think I would go, too. I think, the, obviously, the, 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 the deep-pocketed, uh, you know, regular, not, not the, the professionals, would be the ones putting up their own money for this. But yeah. I can't believe yeah, too many professionals so. are going to be putting up... Well, the you wonder. You wonder about Antonio Esfandiari, who won 18 million at the big one for one drop. I don't he know how much of that was his. He's still exactly, and no matter how much money he has. But say he has 10 million in the bank, is he going to put up his own 300,000 if he really has confidence in himself? I would think maybe he probably would. He would be the exception. To, and remember, when you look at those numbers, that comes out to three percent of your net worth. A little yeah. over three percent of your net worth. Yeah, that's, that's true. That, believe it or not, is a lot of money. So I, I think 34, and, I'm, I'm and I think I agree with you. I think I would have gone well, over. I'm sure there's not uh, any problem of people that want to get involved in some of that. Uh, you know, you, you have a guy that you think is really good. Uh, you know, even guys that are not, not huge household names, guys like Doug Polk, uh, Isaac Haxton, Remember these uh, a few guys, other guys like that. They, you know, they could people. have ten friends that all want to put yeah, up thirty thousand dollars and say, "Okay, let's take a shot at this bad boy for you know once in a lifetime type of thing for seven hundred. I mean, seven million dollars, seven and a half million. But there's one woman in the event, Kathy Lane, and uh, so the the field is set, and there are alternates in case someone doesn't show or can't make it. Uh, but now, out of those forty nine players, picks, you, if you make your picks and you pick a player, and he or she can't play. Does the alternate now become your pick like they do in fantasy football where the top-rated or, or the replacement there, horse? There's one caveat. If you have a chance to win a million dollars, you're going to look at it. And you're permitted, I guess, to change your picks until the end of day one. So if one of your players gets knocked out on the first day, I think you can replace them on the entry. Oh, really? But you have to pay attention. I mean, a lot of people will make their picks before the tournament. Yeah, just they won't look at it, and then they uh, get to day two or three, and they'll go, what? what? He got it's, knocked it's out? It's like the lottery. You, look, you, you don't see the balls popping up. You just look the next day in the paper to see if your numbers came out. The other cool thing is, you know, late in the day you can look. You can find out who the chip leaders are, who's uh, short stacked, and you can change some of your picks then as well, I guess. So. Yep. That, 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 that makes it very interesting, you know. Anyway, first a million dollars to first place if you predict the seven members of the final table and their exact order of finish. 
if not, uh, there are prizes there, uh, $10,000 uh, for the person who is the closest. Uh, points will be given to the final table finishers and uh, awarded to the entries who picks closest. Also, the top 25 finishers will receive a watch from uh, MVMT Watches, known as Movement. Okay. Uh, very nice watches. Uh, and uh, so, hey, it's free to enter. Why not give it a try and have some interest in the thing? You'll be able to watch it on TV that I, night. i got to imagine you're onto a little bit better than picking the uh, 60, the, 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 NCAA the NCAA tournament. Well, I know that all the odds games. for that were 1.6 billion to 1. For the NCAA? For the NCAA tournament, uh, picking all 65 games correctly. Uh, and not last year in that contest, Warren Buffett threw that contest for a billion-dollar payout. Uh, no one made it out of the first round. Oh, for this poker tournament? For, no, for the NCAA tournament. Oh, for the NCAA. No, no one had a perfect round of 32. Oh, wow. I think this year there was a few people, though, that had it. Well, the round of 32 is actually the second round. It's, uh, the well, first yeah, oh, you mean down. no one made it nope. to the Sweet 16. Right, okay. with, with, with a perfect, with a perfect uh, bracket. Although, having said that, there was a little grandmother in Arkansas who picked them all correctly on some contest about f- five years ago. What a shame. She, she did had no team. idea who the teams were, and she just picked them, and she hit a perfect bracket. So it can be done. Anyway, uh, this is the uh, the poker equivalent, so I invite people. It's going to be played at the Aria, by the way, in Las Vegas. Uh, I went over and watched some of the uh, WPT 500 that was played there last year. And uh, our friends, the Moeds, uh, were, were there playing, and I talked to them over have, there. Have you spoken and I haven't to Michael talked, or I have not. Recently? I have not. I should get in touch with them. But uh, anyway, the field is all on the site at PokerCentral.com, and you can enter there and have some fun. Um, Waiting to hear on uh, the Women's Poker Hall of Fame. They had uh, The public had some input into some of the players, had a chance to vote on uh, the list that they put up. Just to let you know, that is that concluded about a week ago. But uh, the, the women that were uh, nominated, Debbie Burkhead, who's a reporter and longtime player and photographer and instructor in the, in the game. Karina Jett, uh, advocate for the women's game since the late 90s. Victoria Corin Mitchell, Mandy Glogo who's a television producer on Fox Sports 1. Uh, Shirley Rosario, the cash game expert, uh, big uh, seven-card stud in Omaha expert. Esther Rossi, one of the considered the best stud players in history, regardless of gender. Uh, Jennifer Tilly, actually, up there for the Hall of Fame, which... Uh, well, let me tell you, she's, she's won bracelets. She's done she's well won, in tournaments. She's won, I believe, a bracelet, but uh, I don't think that... Uh, That's one more than, than a, lot of, a, a lot player. of top pros have, you know, I mean... I guess. I, I, I don't know if she, she has plays, a, actually she has she a plays, wheelchair as a poker she plays in, in, She does. She's in, a decent in top, player. In top, you know, games in Hollywood, uh, big cash games. Yeah, I wouldn't... You know. I wouldn't consider her poker hall of fame material though well maybe not right now but uh you know she's had she's had a lot of success for the sh- i would imagine it hasn't been that many years i would imagine ever since she hooked up with phil Lack. anyway some of the early voting uh was heavily towards shirley rosario who uh had about 60 percent of the vote in the early going uh karina jett uh Debbie Burkhead and uh, Tilly Karina all had Jet- about 10 to 12 percent of the vote, and, and Karina Jett's a name you've been hearing for yes. years in the poker world, you know. Yes. And she's had a lot of success, and you know you've definitely heard she was definitely one of the top female players, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Anyway, we'll wait to see who gets in there this year, but uh, always look forward to that information, and certainly. Uh, our friends that are in the Female Hall of Fame, uh, Linda Johnson, Jan Fisher, and some of those people uh, definitely look forward to that every year. It, it, it's funny because I was telling you about uh, uh, my partner here who has given me some old issues of Card Player, and I was going back to one that was on November 22nd of, uh, of 2007, and it was looking into the ladies-only tournament that uh, Jan Fisher and uh, Linda Johnson and a bunch of other ladies were in. And how they prepared for this, Jan Fisher wound up taking the the tournament. Linda Johnson finished around fourth or fifth, but they kind of set up a thing to to simulate 
similar to what uh, I believe it was John Dolan from Tampa when he when he came in second in the, in the main event that he talked about. No, not John Dolan. Uh, uh, John Raisner. John Raisner, excuse me. How he prepared with his friends and right. you know simulating what the other players would do, lo- reading, looking at tape and stuff like that. So it's it's funny because I hadn't really thought about Linda Johnson and Jan Fisher in a while since they've it's been a while since they've been on the show. But now you mentioned them and I had just been reading. It was a great article there, and that's going back about nine years. Anyway, that that big tournament up there that I, I I had a picture taken with him last year, and they they were on the show from the that show. I interviewed uh, uh, several people up there. Jen Harmon was up there. Phil Helmuth, Norman Chad. We talked to a lot of those people. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, it, it it's going to be another big tournament this year with Norman and Phil back again this year. Dennis Phillips uh, will be there. Uh, doing some programs, and also Greg Raymer is now uh, on the list of uh, celebrities that's going to play in that. That's coming up this weekend. Anyway, uh, uh, one other thing I want to discuss here that came out last week was uh, uh, Sheldon Adelson. Uh, Again? Yeah, he's kind of just uh, lurking there, and uh, guess who he's got doing his uh, dirty work this time? Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham, who's been in the news a lot lately criticizing Donald Trump. Uh, he was, uh, I guess, in the beginning was considered uh, one of the lesser uh, uh, candidates for the Republican nomination, but uh, he's the uh, senator from South Carolina. Uh, but they're doing it again. They're doing it again, Joe, and that oh. is trying to sneak through some uh, some anti-online uh, poker language into a uh, national security. Yeah, bill. which which is what they did in 2006. It's ex- it's so disgraceful. Right, that was that it's was very Bill Frist. Disgraceful that that our that was Bill Frist that, that did that. Uh, the t- guy from Tennessee. That was the uh, the UIGEA, the uh, Unlawful uh, Internet Gambling Enforcement Act. Uh, but this one is a 56.3 billion dollar spending bill uh, intended to support national security, law enforcement and scientific innovation. So uh, completely nothing. They just slip in one little paragraph that says, Since 1961, the Wire Act has prohibited nearly all forms of gambling over interstate wires, including the Internet. However, beginning in 2011, certain states began to permit Internet gambling. The committee notes the Wire Act did not change in 2011 and notes that the Supreme Court of the United States has stated that criminal laws are for courts, not for the government to construe. Just one little paragraph but knowing that if it goes through, uh, you know, they think will they'll have, have a legal, legal, exactly. legal leg to stand on. Exactly. And, and, and I wonder, I, I'm not astute enough with the political system, but does our president have, a, have a, the opportunity to line veto a bill? Uh, I don't think so. That? No, I don't you know? think so. Uh, not line veto. You know, like say, hey, I'm going to take everything in this bill except for this. No, this I don't thing. think he has the right to do that. And uh, the reason I say that is uh, there's a lot of things that there's just not enough time for them to go through. It's 141 pages, this bill. He can't, doesn't have the time to pick and choose every, every single sentence. Uh, so he could go ahead and veto it, send it back, and ask them to rework no. it. But he's not going to... In, in one little sentence like that, in one little uh, issue like that, uh, he's not going to come off as being against national security by vetoing it. You know, it's just uh, the political fallout is just incredible. So uh, Graham uh, reported, uh, re- reportedly con- uh, requested this uh, language according to gambling compliance. Now, do they have to accept it? Is well, it, it's I still going through. It's, it's, the, the it's, political, uh, it's in committee right now. It's the Senate Appropriations Subcommittee on Commerce, Justice, Science, and Related Agencies. And then uh, basically it moves out to uh, another committee and uh, before it hits the floor. So uh, the subcommittee did approve it back in April. And, uh, uh, you know, this is basically coming from uh, Sheldon Adelson and his uh, people who uh, want to push this restoration yeah, of America's wire act. shelling out so much money to everybody else. This, 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 no one would even think about this. Right. And the fact that uh, the hearing back in December with John Chaffetz uh, went so poorly and made them look stupid, we really haven't heard anything now. But four months later, they're trying to slide it through the back door, like we saw with UIGEA in 2006. Which was disgraceful. It really was. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, we'll keep an eye on it. And that's uh, just the way the, that we have people like uh, the Poker Players Alliance, which is very vigilant about that and alerts people in their emails. And we always invite people to join the, uh, the PPA.org 
check it out and uh you know for 20 bucks you know you're helping support uh a group that works tirelessly to support online poker and legalization which will of course protect uh, your rights basically and uh you know the regulation is something that we continue to desperately need here in in the United States and it's amazing that no one can i mean outside of the poker world no one can see that yeah absolutely uh, so anyway, a couple of tournament results we want to go over. Well, uh, talk about what's happening in uh, a couple of other states. California has an online poker bill, so I'll get to that when we come back. Also, uh, we're talking about uh, you know things that are going on as far as Nevada wanting to co-mingle their pools with uh, New Jersey again. So uh, we'll talk about the latest on that when we come back. But before we do, we'll uh, let you know about Gulfstream Park. Uh, stakes races are over. There will be some stakes probably this summer, but not the the big level. But uh, they do have simulcasting on the Preakness, uh, not this weekend, but the following weekend. No, and then the Preakness is this weekend. Is it this weekend? This Saturday. Okay, so it's been that long since yeah, the It's been two weeks. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, okay, so we got the Preakness this weekend. Uh, and uh, the Belmont Stakes is three weeks after three that. Three weeks so, after that, right. Uh, you know, a lot of fun out there. The Derby Day was uh, was a wonderful day, and uh, even though it's very packed, it's 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 certainly uh, the place to be. And the weather was just fantastic. Uh, you know, we're, obviously we're having a little bit of rain this week, but hopefully it'll clear up by the weekend. I have another great day out there on Saturday uh, for the Preakness Stakes. Of course, they have the tournament uh, at seven o'clock that night. May go back and try that one again. And uh, have some fun there. You were there that, uh, a week ago Sunday. I was, I was there the day after the Kentucky Derby for right. Mother's Day, actually. Right. My, my wife uh, surprised me and said she wanted to go to Gulfstream. So we all went Speaking to Speaking of Mother's Day, i got a story for you when we come back on that <laughs> as well. But uh, uh, Gulfstream Park is, is a, the jewel in South Florida as far as gambling and racing. Uh, there's lots of great places around, but uh, this has it all. It has uh, great horse racing, tremendous dining, shopping. Uh, great slot machines, all the entertainment that you would need for take an f- entire family and a great day. That's exactly what I did on Mother's Day. My wife wanted to see some racing. But you didn't play, to play cards. I didn't get to, well, listen, not with the wife there. There's you no call yourself to play. a poker player. Uh, I'm sorry. That's Mother's Day. That's her day, <laughs> one day out of the year. But she, we loved, we saw about four or five races, got to play on some of the slot machines, uh, enjoyed some of the enjoyed one of the restaurants that Which was there, one? the Bomba Bomba, I think it's called Bomba. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. it's right in front uh, of where the, they the stay. The rum bar, the rum bar, right it's, there. It's really good, and uh, yeah, I mean, I've, we, I've had, you know, in fact, I took uh, Joe Costello there. Listen, my 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 sister-in-laws went, my oldest daughter went with my grandson and her husband. I mean, it was a family. Of course, they would a, like it if you had the exact name. Uh, yeah, the, the restaurant itself. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, I can't re- remember I, it. They got so many great restaurants in, at the at the village at, at Gulfstream. But so. there, yeah, there is great stuff there. The two newest ones uh, put in and over overseen by uh, Frank Stronach were his Adina Wine Bar and Grill, and also Frankie's, uh, two great places. But there's also uh, some big national chains like Brio and uh, Cantina Laredo, Three Forks. Uh, just a lot of great stuff there, and uh, you have the bowling alley there and a lot of other things. So certainly a lot of entertainment and fun when you go to Gulfstream Park. But we play for the poker. Uh, again, a great room with a great staff, a lot of fun people playing there, and I certainly enjoy that uh, when we play there. So looking forward to heading back there maybe as soon as this evening, so we'll check it out. Gulfstream Park is located at 901 South Federal Highway in Hallandale Beach, the southern part of Broward County, easy to get to from all parts of South Florida, a little bit west of uh, I-95, in between 95 and the beaches. Uh, Check it out, Gulfstream Park. It's located in Hallandale Beach. Tell them that Big Dave and Joe sent you over. This is Poker Action Line. Hi, this is Big Dave from PokerActionLineRadio.com. I want to let all avid poker players know about a great new lottery game that was developed by one of our sponsors, Atlantic West Management Group. This game is now available worldwide on the Internet and will be served as Place Your Chips Caribbean and operated on the Internet as an international lottery by Atlantic West. The Texas Hold'em poker-like game is perfectly legal everywhere and presented as a lottery game with tickets available on the Internet. You can win pick six lottery tickets and cash prizes by using your poker playing skills. It's open to lottery players worldwide, and right now this game is in a play-for-free test mode, and you are not obligated to purchase anything. You can get 50,000 free play chips per ticket for the purpose of evaluating the game with no prizes awarded until the game goes live. The lottery customer can purchase a ticket with a unique number that will grant them entry into one of many Texas Hold'em poker tables, 
With a chip stack and like a lottery game, the prize value will be based on ticket sales. That chip stack will be valid for the remainder of the week as players can access the site as often as they like to try and take the chip lead. At the end of the week, the highest chip stacks will be awarded lottery prizes, and if you lose all your chips, the lottery ticket becomes null and void. As with regular lottery games, you can purchase as many entries as you like. However, each ticket stands on its own merit, and much like the regular lottery, the results of multiple tickets cannot be combined toward a prize. The name of this game is Place Your Chips Caribbean. You can access a live demonstration of the game right now at www.placeyourchipscaribbean.com. We believe that when it goes live soon, there will be a heavy demand for this game, as most lottery players would much rather have some say in the outcome of their lottery result. Their odds of winning are greatly improved if they're able to utilize their playing skills in order to increase their chances of winning. I hope that you will try the Play for Free demonstration and hope that you will join us when the Play for Real game becomes available later this year. Tuesday nights on WFO Radio are all about Nitro. Join Joe at 7 p.m. Eastern each Tuesday night for the live edition of NHRA Tuesday Nitro. Race winners stop by to talk about bringing home the Wally every Tuesday night following NHRA national events. Tony Schumacher. Tony, welcome back. Love being on the show because you usually meant. We did something absolutely amazing. NHRA Nitro is available on demand anytime at WFORadio.com. Final segment of the program. Big Dave and Joe here on a uh, rainy Wednesday night here in South Florida. As they say in the horse business, we're coming down the stretch. We're down the stretch, <laughs> and, and the track is muddy. Yes, it is. Uh, a couple of things I want to mention. First of all, uh, the, the name of Joe, rest Joe's restaurant he went to the other night was Bomba, Bomba, which is the tacos and rum bar. used to be called Paladar uh, in that spot, but uh, now Bomba. Uh, a couple other places I didn't mention uh, that probably would like to be mentioned. And uh, who could forget about Cluckers? Luckers. I don't know what that is, but uh, <laughs> I haven't been it there. Better, but, it better be a chicken place. <laughs> but Rock Burger, R-O-K Burger, which is really is good, fantastic. Uh, that's a great place. There's a great American pizza place there, and uh, you know we mentioned the Tejas de, de Brazil, the Argentinian restaurant, and a lot of great stuff. So uh, certainly check that out when you're over there. And uh, all the places are great, and uh, certainly. A place to have a good time. Uh, a couple other things I want to mention. Uh, Mother's Day. You mentioned Mother's Day, and of course you were out at the track that day. Uh, yesterday I saw, I got a, a note from somebody, and they told me about, check this video out from the Marlins game, the Miami Marlins. There was a foul ball into the upper deck, and sitting in the front row of the upper deck is our good friend Benny Bueno, the, uh, oh, with the his family, yes, took the his wife player. and his, uh, his son and her wife and his grandson, and he was holding his grandson in his right arm, and there was a foul ball coming right at them. He reached up and backhanded it with his left hand, a perfect catch, and uh, Eduardo Perez, the color announcer, said, wow, what a catch that was, and they had a perfect shot of it, so it's on YouTube now, and you can check that out. But our good friend Benny Bueno, who is the players manager over at Dania Highline, I might uh, head by there in the next couple of days and congratulate him. But, uh, you know, has nothing to do with poker. But, uh, uh, you know, it's nice always to fun. mention an ex friend, not an ex friend, an, an old friend who, an ex co worker. Well, he was a highlight player for many years. And, and I can remember the time uh, Jim Nance, I got to be good friends with Jim Nance from CBS. And he used to come out to highlight every year. And he thought Benny was the greatest player. And I actually mentioned one time that he thought Benny was the greatest professional athlete. Oh. That no one had ever heard of. And let me tell you something. My, a very good friend of mine, Mr. Kevin Cow, who used to be a business associate of mine, he looked so much like Benny that when I first met him, everyone called him Benny. So I thought <laughs> that was his name. And then I found out it was Kevin. And he goes, why do they call you Benny? He goes, because everyone thinks I look like Benny. He's still in the poker business, is he not? And he was dealing, I don't yeah, know if it was I at, uh, I think it was at uh, Mardi Gras or something like I think it was Mardi Gras. Uh, anyway, uh, a couple of tournament results I wanted to mention. And you wanted to throw in a, a relative who did very well on one of those. First of all, big tournament uh, that we didn't mention at all over in... Uh, um, Monte Carlo, a lot of players went right from the uh, Seminole Hard Rock over to uh, Monaco to play in that. Uh, the Monte Carlo Bay Hotel and Casino hosted the European Poker Tour's grand final main event. And the winner for that one was Jan Bendik. Um, don't have a lot of information on any of the players, players that made the final table outside of uh, Antoine Saout, who uh, made the November 9 one year, finished 7th, and finishing 8th was Dario Sammartino. But Jan Bendik wins that one. Also a friend of the show, uh, Aaron Massey, uh, 
who is from the Chicago area, and a uh, real interesting guy, won the uh, final table at uh, uh, the Mid-States Poker Tour, who uh, now is uh, uh, the media director over there is Chad Holloway, who used to be with Poker News, and uh, he's been a friend of the show also. But the Mid-States Poker Tour uh, had their Fire Keepers event, main event outside of uh, the first, the biggest event ever outside of Las Vegas. And uh, the winner of that one was uh, Aaron Massey. So uh, definitely uh, congratulations to him, 174000 for first place. Uh, he's a guy that I always spend some, some time talking to me at, at some of those events. So uh, enjoyed that. And finally, the uh, our friends at the uh, TPC, TPC uh, just had a tournament. Up at uh, at the Foxwoods in in May, and they uh, they had one at the Isle Casino. But uh, the May 11th event had 342 entries, and the winner of that one was uh, uh, Marcel Baca, who won uh, package to Aruba 24,000. Constantino Mitsopoulos and John Marshall finished right behind. Uh, you had a yeah, friend, and, uh, well, one of your just, buddies. They just had an aisle. They just had uh, had a tournament at the Isle, and. They had six day ones. They got over 800 entries yeah. in it. And I'd like to congratulate, I hate the nepotism, but I'd like to congratulate my cousin, Mike Briganti, who uh, wound up coming in fifth. They did a chip uh, count deal when uh, they were down to seven players. And uh, it was a nice little payday for a $110 tournament that you bought in for for $7,700. Beautiful. They did give out two $5,000 packages to the first two uh, players. Forgive me that I don't have their names right now. But, uh, yeah, I don't have that in it was, uh, it, it was a great tournament over there. But they have uh, they just added an event in Council Bluffs, Iowa, first time in Iowa for the tour. And that tour uh, continues to... Uh, Advance their niche in the poker world, doing a great job. Those yeah, guys, Brian and Sandy, uh, Brian, have done a Brian Olden and Sandy Schwartzball, especially from year one, when they when they could have gone away if they didn't because they didn't get the results. They they just put their noses to the grindstone and made this work, and now it's a tremendous success. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we'll continue to watch for events. They have them throughout Florida, and now uh, really all over the country. They have a lot of great uh, tournaments, and uh, if you see the PPC Aruba Tour. Uh, the PPC Tour is uh, something you definitely want to get involved in. It's a very well-run tournament. It's well so tournament. affordable for the regular person, and you have a chance to win some great money. As you just mentioned, 24000 or whatever it was for first place up at Foxwoods. They were actually giving away $23,000 for first place over here at the aisle. The deal chop was about 14000 for first and second. Plus, you're getting that $5,000 package with a chance to win last year's uh, main event winner for them in Aruba took home, I think, something like around 123000 Yeah, so. beautiful. Uh, a couple of other things before we go. I wanted to mention uh, California continues to move their online poker bill forward. Uh, they had a big uh, poker debate today in front of the Assembly Appropriations Committee. Uh, so they are trying to push forward. There seems to be a little growing consensus between some of the horse tracks out there and the Indian uh, reservations. Uh, not complete agreement, but there certainly is uh, something moving forward. So they're trying to push it through there again. Also uh, out in Nevada, the governor, uh, Brian Sandoval, has uh, been quoted as saying that he definitely wants to push forward for some kind of uh, pool co-mingling with New Jersey. And New Jersey, of course, has the great population. Nevada has the big poker history, but is a very uh, small state as far as uh, population goes. They, they need the liquidity. tells me uh, Edelson does not uh, contribute to that gentleman's campaign. Well, he's huh? still there, that's for sure. But uh, Brian Sandoval, the governor, uh, certainly wants to get together with Chris Christie, uh, who may eventually be our vice president. Uh, God forbid if uh, Trump is able to win. <laughs> but I don't want to get too much into politics, but, uh, boy, uh, you know, I'm not one of these people who say I'm going to move to Canada, but uh, I certainly will be terrified every day well, I wake up in the morning. You'll be polishing up on your French? Is that what you're trying to tell yeah, us? No, I'm not saying that. But anyway, uh, the both uh, New Jersey and Nevada, uh, I wouldn't say super successful with online poker, but uh, basically what they need is to put together – uh, you know, some pools and, and get things going. People go there, and there's not many games and not a good selection of games. They end up going somewhere else and maybe play somewhere that's illegal. What can you do? Listen, we've been, we've, we've, we've been beating this drum for a long time now, and it's, you know, earlier in the show you're talking about how this uh, senator from South Carolina is now trying to introduce 
something into a defense bill. It, it, again, it's, uh, it upsets me, so I'd rather not talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right uh, of course, uh, uh, Nevada signed the multi-state Internet gaming agreement with, to commingle their pools with uh, Delaware. But, you know, Nevada and Delaware are the two populations uh, they put in a thimble anyway. So, but if California uh, and maybe New yeah, this is the next Pennsylvania join that, now other things states are slowly, have a motivation. Slowly or? moving forward. Michigan, a few things are happening, and we'll keep you updated on everything that's happening there. That's going to do it for the show, though, uh, tonight. Uh, Joe, thank you as usual. Uh, great job. Start looking at the uh, GPI uh, Top 300. We'll uh, have to make our selections next week. And uh, also check out these 49 players and see what you want to do because uh, if I can't win it, I want you to win it so I can get 25% of your money. How do we do And we just have to enter it online. You can enter. It's very easy. It's free. And, uh, you know, at least uh, I don't know what happens if you win a watch. Uh, I guess uh, I get the band and you get the face. We'll figure something out. I was going to say, I get the hour, <laughs> I get the hour to, uh, arm, and you get the, the minute arm. Yeah, exactly. But that's going to do it for the show. Gio, thank you as well. Don't forget, you can always pick up the show on Hold'em Radio, Friday nights at 8 o'clock, I guess is going to be our regular spot. Uh, Poker Fuse also giving us a lot of promotion on their uh, po- podcast page. Check out uh, some of the new stories I've posted on PokerActionLine.com, and I'll go to the Podbean page with some of our previous shows. I'm trying to line up... Uh, uh, Jared Tendler to come back on the show. I've uh, been in touch with him, and uh, hopefully we'll get him lined up to talk about the uh, mental side of the game as we head into the World Series of Poker. That'll be a great uh, topic there as well. Anyway, that's going to do it. We'll catch you next week, and we'll have another edition of the show. I don't know when exactly I'm going to Vegas, but uh, we might even do a show from out there. We'll see what happens. The views and opinions of the hosts, guests, or callers are not necessarily those of the station, its owners, advertisers, or agencies. 